This is the Simi Sarah Show on News Talk 980 CKNW, Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. Talking about soda, healthy eating, and the dietitians of Canada say they are generally pleased with the federal budget, but what does it actually do to have us eating healthier and making sure we pay a bit more attention to what it is we what food we buy, what food we consume. Kate Como is a dietitian with Dietitians of Canada, and she joins us on the line now. Kate, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Uh, that was a bit of a, well, it's a was an example that goes a bit beyond the argument, but what was it in the budget that you thought was a good move when it comes to Canadians being healthy? Yeah, so we did notice a few things in in the budget that were addressing some of the issues of, of health inequities. So, you know, not everyone in Canada is, is, has the same fair shot in terms of uh, being in good health. And we know that uh, people who are facing food insecurity, for example, which is one in eight households in Canada, um, those families don't have enough food, enough money to have food on the table. And that this leads to higher rates of chronic disease. It leads to, you know, more higher stress levels. There's a lot of factors uh, in our health that just come down to uh, our ability to to buy safe and affordable food. So we did see some some uh, some some statements or some some uh, commitments to ensuring uh, affordable food and safe water for Canada's north and Aboriginal communities, and then some other actions that will help to address poverty, which is really the root cause of food insecurity. So things like um, the childcare benefit, support for affordable housing, um, employment benefits uh, for regions in greater need. Um, so all of those actions we do think will help uh, at a population level. Uh, when it comes down to what will help us on a on an individual uh, an individual level you know I think that's where uh, some of the actions we had been maybe looking for uh, weren't uh, weren't in that budget and what's an example of something you were hoping for but didn't get yeah, so one of the examples that uh, that clip, pretty scary clip off the top there, uh, talking about soda consumption, and that was one of the the recommendations that we had made in a pre-budget submission to the government, uh, and we were uh, presenting to them our position on uh, on an excise tax on sugar sweetened beverages as a way to reduce consumption, and so the idea is that this is only one tool. Of course, there's many ways uh, we can encourage Canadians to eat healthier and um, reduce their their sugar sweetened beverage or pop consumption, um, but an excise tax has been shown to be one policy tool that uh, that could be implemented, uh, and the funds from that could actually be used to to um, fund health promotion activities. Is there research though that shows that how much does a soda have to cost for somebody to then decide I'm not going to drink that? Yeah, it's interesting. We um, so we did a review of the evidence that's available to date. This is a fairly new idea as a or sort of fairly new policy option, uh, and it's been implemented in a few countries: uh, France, Hungary, Mexico, and in Berkeley, California. And we're just starting to get data ba- data back from those countries. Um, and so in Mexico. For example, we saw that there was a 6 to 12% decline in purchasing with about a 10% tax. So this is a tax that's applied before the point of purchase. So you as a consumer, when we go up to the shelf and look at the price of pop, the price would be more. Um, the tax would be already been applied. Um, and we, we are actually, based on that and some other uh, research to date and some modeling, economic modeling studies that have been done, we've recommended a 10 to 20% tax, so upwards of 20%. And those are similar numbers from what we saw out of the UK that just this week announced uh, a similar tax to take place starting in 2018 there. 
what does it say about us, though, when we know that sodas, sugary drinks, aren't good for us, that we need a tax, and a tax, say, between 10 and 20 percent, to stop eating it, to stop drinking it, rather than just being educated and knowing that's not a good choice? I think it comes down to the fact that there's so many different influences that that act on our, our behavior. So it's not just education or awareness that leads us to make decisions. In fact, the prevalence of, of um, unhealthy foods is something that influences, and that's why we also, uh, at a provincial level and regional level, work with governments to ensure that there's healthy foods available at arenas, for example. So when you take your kids to hockey, it's not just flashing vending machines selling sugary drinks, uh, that there's healthy options front and center, and that maybe we're reducing um, the number of vending machines or getting rid of them altogether. Um, so those are the kinds of actions that that we need because those uh, that healthy food environment or, or an unhealthy food environment in many cases does influence our choices. When uh, unhealthy options or less healthy options are very inexpensive as compared to more nourishing options, that can also play a role in our decision making, particularly for those of us who are more price sensitive. So when you're faced with, um, you know, a, a, a bottle of pop costing a dollar less than a, a liter of milk, maybe you're going to choose the pop um, for your for your family rather than the milk. And maybe it's subconscious, but that's the kinds of, of things we're seeing uh, as influencing behavior. Uh, because really, when we look at it, the cheapest food out there is is often the crappiest food. Unfortunately, that, you know, that is the case. Now, there's ways to get around that. And, and of course, we, um, you know, we, we see that uh, when healthy foods are available and, and front and center, they are purchased. But, you know, I, I do think that that is part of the conversation is that when foods are, are inexpensive uh, and easy to access, they are purchased more often. Uh, Kate, thank you so much for coming on, talking with us today. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. That is Kate Como. She is with the Dietitians of Canada. What do you think about this? I am interested because we've talked about a sugar tax before. We've talked about bringing that in to really reduce the amount of sugary drinks, particularly children are drinking. Would it make a difference if you looked at that drink showcase and the pop was much more expensive than maybe some of the other drinks that are deemed healthier. Would love to hear from you. You can reach our buzz line 604-331-BUZZ. That's 604-331-2899. Or you can give us a call and let me know what you think on the open line. Star 9898-604-280-9898. Your reaction to this when we return. This is News Talk 980 CKNW, Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk.